You realize that mainstream media has sold you a box of rocks. It's time to tune into the Kate Daly Show, America's newest addiction. The show starts now. used to say a long time ago, whenever there would be any really catastrophe that was in the movies or, or on the air, she would say, always look for the helpers. There, were, there will always be helpers, you know, even just on the sidelines. That's why I think that if news programs could make a conscious effort of showing rescue teams, of, of showing who medical people, anybody who is coming into a place where there's a tragedy, to be, to be sure that they include that. Because if you look for the helpers, you'll know that there's hope. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Yes, it's a Friday. <laughs> are you celebrating? <laughs> I am. Oh, Dave, how are you? I'm great. Are you? How are you doing, Kate? I'm, I'm doing good. Hey, I'm, I'm a poet good. and don't know it. <laughs> Wonderful. But my feet Thank show you. it. Oh, my gosh. They're Longfellows. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Investigator Dave with me today, and uh, we also have Julia Mossbridge today. It's going to get deep in here. Uh, it's uh, in the next hour. She'll be talking about the unconscious mind, what happens when we sleep, and uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's going to go way over my head. Yeah. So I'll have really dumb questions, but I'm sure Dave will have some good ones. Uh, but uh, she'll be joining us. And just to let just to let you know, uh, Daniel Miller, how uh, Texas will leave the union. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Really? Um, yep. Uh, that book, uh, that author will be on Thursday. On Tuesday, I have Trump's former uh, senior political advisor. And uh, that would be uh, Sam Nunberg. And we just have, wow. a, yeah, we have, a, we have a lot of guests next and week. And on Friday, don't you have a... Yep. Yep. Um, Looks like we might have uh, Ed Haslam from Dr. Mary's Monkey. Mm. And so, <laughs> oh my gosh, what a week. Speaking anyway. of Texas, just offhand real uh-huh. quick, sure. the city of Dallas yes. uh, has decided of not <laughs> to remove the Confederate statue in the middle of town. Well, that's good. It's a good. huge 50-foot one yeah. with four Confederate heroes, okay. Jeff Davis and Stonewall Jackson, Robert mm-hmm. E. Lee, <laughs> mm-hmm. excuse me, and um, they voted on it. The reason they, it, they decided not to take it down was that three out of the five black councilman voted to keep it up. Really? Yes. Wow. What heroes. That's surprising. Yeah. Well, good. Some common sense common prevails. Sense. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Let's not kick our history to the curb, because most people don't understand all the different elements of it. Mm-hmm. They get very one-sided and oh. think that they're right and forget the whole other part of the facts, you know, the history. The yeah, but you hear something mm-hmm. and you believe it. Right. Because it makes sense. Right. But you don't get all the other stuff. Yeah. And so, and then you carry that. Mm -hmm. You carry it like a badge or or whatever it is. You carry it around. You tell people about this. Right. We, doesn't matter if it's World War II, Pearl Harbor, whatever, you know, atomic bomb, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. They got this idea about it. They carry it around. And boy, I tell you, you come up to them and you say, no, what you believed all these years is wrong. 
Ouch. Add this and this. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I think I've done that a few times in my yes. life. Yes. Sure. Uh, it's too bad. Yes. And things get cemented. You know, the little Time magazine's coming out with uh, the little girl that everybody has seen in the fuchsia jacket. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Crying. Okay. Right. They've used this picture virally and pretty much staked their claim on that photo. Well, Time magazine has a, has a cover. It's a red cover and it's of her crying standing there just on this red cover of um, of time with Donald Trump looking at her standing over her and it says welcome to america hmm. so politicized so shameful but time magazine's always been really shameful and yeah. so the picture um is actually kind of fraudulent because and I'm so glad that the truth is coming out on this but uh, but yes in fact the husband spoke out and said they were never separated uh, that child and that mother by border control agents and they remain together right now so the fact that she's on the cover of time that photo the whole photo is kind of similar to the one that was Syria passed around and then of course the refugees remember that all those different photos are, are the background of them is not what people think. And uh, remember, it was a Pakistani family, right? The ki- the little kid with the with all of the um, debris in the hair. Yes, sitting I in the that. ambulance. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. shot went around the world. That uh, picture, same thing. Fake. Yeah, and this all one is fake. too. And Time Magazine's mm-hmm. using it, so I hope they feel mm-hmm. really stupid. Speaking of that, uh-huh. um, Sarah, uh, yeah, Christian Nelson, the Homeland Security Chief, mm-hmm. she had a press mm-hmm. briefing right. about these kids and everything. Yes. Reporter asked her, where are all the girls? Mm-hmm. All these pictures are boys, almost all of them. Right. The vast majority are boys, you know, the ones right. in, in underneath the tinfoil, the sheets and everything mm-hmm. else. From 2014. Yeah, yeah. and so now they're beginning to worry, where, where are all the girls going? And she, she says, well, I'll have to look into that. But she couldn't answer. That's weird. Now there's some speculation that maybe they're being used. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I I don't know. I haven't heard that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have gotten some some different uh, some different stories, you know. And 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 when you when you hear from the border patrol agents. Um, I've heard several accounts now, and it's really uh, it's a really tough situation to be in because, like this one border agent said, he said when they come over, he said they're it's so awful. They might have scabies. They are they they don't have water. They don't have anything. And uh, and he said so. You know, we're trying the best we can to help them, but the parents, if they, you know, they'll separate the families, especially when the parents have, like, one guy was wanted for rape, right? Mm-hmm. And so they had to incarcerate him uh, when he came over here. And so then they have to try and find uh, somewhere for the little girl, you know, little girl he was with. Uh, I don't know if it's his daughter. You never know in these cases because they come over with mules. But, you know, hearing these stories, it, it's really... it. <laughs> I mean, that's got to tear at them because these guys are usually fathers. You know, it's, it's hard. Yes, the whole it situation is tough all the way around. But what was very interesting is Rasmussen did a poll and now only 35 percent of the country hates Trump for it. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest are blaming the parents. So, you mm. know what? The blame needs to be on the parents. And the border agent kept saying they know what's going to happen. We're going to catch them when they come over here, and they know we're going to separate them, but they're willing to put their kids in that position. So we've hammered it all week, but I just, it was, it was, uh, it's really um, heartwarming when you hear that border agents saying, you know, if I have a toy in my truck from one of my kids, I get it for the 
the kid and I try my very best, you know, to, to help, but there's only so much we can do. Yes. And they're really in a pickle in a, in a weird position. So hungry, mm-hmm. I've heard of hungry, <laughs> hungry, <laughs> hungry has a neat uh-huh. solution to this. What do they do? They pull their fences for all the immigrants that mm-hmm. are coming in. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get in. They pull their Illegals. fences. Mm-hmm. They pull their fences back a couple miles from mm-hmm. the border. Okay. So they can cross into Hungary, but they can't get through the fences. Mm. They're picked up there, and they have their detention camps mm-hmm. outside the fence. Right. So they're still in the country, mm-hmm. but they're not allowed into the country. Mm. And then they have their camps out there, and they're allowed yeah. to come in and see. in. Well, individually, mm-hmm. so they don't get lost, they individually go to court okay. and determine it. Okay. Most of them don't want but, a long wait, so they leave. But Mexico won't let us. They want this. They want it this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really do. There's a desire there uh, to send them over to our country. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. As you're talking, and, and it's so easy for all of us to use the word blame or mm-hmm. fault, I think it's more powerful to say who is responsible. Mm-hmm. We need to accept responsibility and make sure laws are created, not out of emotion, but out of logic. What is the best way to serve? What is the best way to to keep ourselves safe? Mm -hmm. Because traditionally, we know that there have been terrorists who have come through the southern border. Mm -hmm. We know. There are documented cases. It happens. And so... We can't be stupid, and we and and the media is responsible for whipping people up into a froth, yep. getting their emotions going. True. Um, the government is responsible for continually kicking the can down the road. Mm-hmm. We, the people, are responsible for not demanding action long ago. Right. I think we all have to look at who is responsible mm-hmm. and start putting, you know, tighten the screws on those groups or those people. And most particularly, quit listening to the media. Because <laughs> so true. As, as long as we do things on emotion, mm-hmm. well, that's one of the reasons we're here. Laws have been passed based on emotion, right? You know, after nine eleven, rather than logic and fact, and really knowing what we're doing and really looking at the unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. But let's all stop using the word blame and fault. Let's just mm-hmm. talk about responsibility, and that's the best way to fix it. Yeah. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of factors, isn't there, in this? Stop to think about uh-huh, what, sure. hu- I, I want to just explain a little more mm-hmm. about what Hungary's doing. Okay. Because they have all these camps, right? You can come into the country and stay in the camp and wait your turn to be heard. Okay. Whether you asylum or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You can't come into the country per se you're only on the border region, mm-hmm. but you're still in there. Mm-hmm. And then they call your name. Maybe it'll be six months down the road. They're taking these one. But that's what I don't want to become a migrant them. camp. No, no, it's not. Because the thing of it is, most of them don't want to wait. A vast mm-hmm. majority of them say, I'm not going to sit here six months waiting my turn. <laughs> uh-huh. And so they leave. Mm. They, they self-deport? They self-deport. <laughs> okay. Which, Out of the region? I think that'd be great. You know, you right. sit there, okay, you can you can mm-hmm. just wait for a while. <laughs> hi, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
Yeah, good afternoon. Hi and, there. Um, I see you're really cooking there in, in uh, Utah, huh? Yeah, well, hot. you know, <laughs> we love our 105. What can we say? Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say, you're hot. Yeah. That's another story. We are very hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Listen, me, I was, I'm not going to be listening to you for the, uh, after this because I've mm-hmm. got to run an errand, and I wanted to get in on real time, and I'll make it quick. Mm-hmm. And please hear me out. Okay. You know, um, uh, I, I think the United States of all the nations um, has been very you know, accommodating and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, goes through great pains. And perhaps uh, the reaction to what we saw recently uh, is the good sense of Americans, you know. Right. And I'm not saying they're all fools. But, you know, I think there's a deeper question that we have to really ask and, and tackle. Mm-hmm. And that is what, is, what is it that is making them send their children? Would you send your child, you know, uh, uh, two, 3,000 miles away on their own, riding on top of, of trains, uh, you know, to get to a place and then live a, really a, under the radar, second-class citizen's life? So we have to ask, and, and I believe... It is some of our neoliberal policies, like you know, going going into uh, Mexico, mm-hmm. dumping corn there, mm-hmm. GMO no less, and then those people are off the um, are, are forced off their land mm-hmm. just because the dumped corn is cheaper than what they can grow, mm-hmm. and and so these are the kinds of policies. Are we supporting dictators there? We don't have to. Uh, I, I believe in sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Let them people decide. But when we provide arms and all these kinds of things, and let me make this very mm-hmm. clear, it is we, it's not not the primary blame does not fall on the United States, but uh, it, it, the United States has a very big hand in, in some of what's going on in, in Central America mm-hmm. and, 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 and forces uh, parents to kind of send, sure. you know, their loved ones. And, and you know, mm-hmm. I think the American uh, sense was correctly plumbed when they expressed a certain kind of outrage we're, of what they saw. We're out of now, time. Uh, if you want to call back, you're more than welcome to. I'd love for you to finish up your point. Call right back after the break. I would love it. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. We're about the pain-free solution. <laughs> it is summer in the city. Anyway, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Make sure you get over to Dr. Diet. I know if you put on a bathing suit at all to go to the lake or a pool, you know you're feeling it. You're like, wait, what happened to me? Uh, and so if you want to cut some pounds, um, a lot of pounds or a little pounds, whatever the case may be, I would highly recommend Dr. Diet. Um, I've known these guys for, geez, it seems like almost a decade now, at least seven, eight years. And, uh, and I'll say this. They're fantastic. Um, when I wanted to lose 25 pounds, I went to them. And uh, and within, my gosh, it was like, wasn't it like a month and a half? It seemed like a month and a half, maybe two months at the very, very most. Mm-hmm. I kicked 25 pounds to the curb. And all I'm saying is they're, they're just... These are the people. Just go to them. They're on the boulevard. Don't mess around with anything else. Dr. Diet, 435-628-3438. 628-DIET. 628-DIET. They have the B12 shots, the fat blaster shot. Uh, it's it's so great. I can't, even, I can't even speak highly enough about it. Plus, you're meeting with a doctor and you're getting uh, that kind of care uh, to be able to get either on the, on the keto diet or HCG or whatever the case may be. Whatever's right for your body type, they'll let you know what that is. But I highly recommend and these guys tell them we sent you because it's a fantastic uh, way to to kick it in the rear end and get and get done with it. You know what I mean? I mean, if you've been overweight for a long time and you finally want to get rid of it, 
this is the best way to go. That accountability is so, it works wonders. Uh, 628 diet. Um, I have a couple of things on the radar. Uh, one, um, I know that I, I, I keep hearing the stories about search and rescue, and we hear this every summer because um, we're a tourist destination, right? And so I have a message from all of the frustrated search and rescue people out there. Bring a damn bottle of water with you when you go out there. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Are you an idiot? <laughs> Bring a bottle of water with you. Make sure people know where you are. Make sure they can find you. And uh, I know that really wasn't coming from them. It was coming from me. But it, it's so, it, you know how many people go out and they just go, you know, I didn't think I'd need water for a 10-mile hike with little tiny kids. I do. I need water. And I don't know what is with people. <laughs> it's like they go on a hike and they lose their brain cells. Anyway, that's, that's got to be really frustrating for searching. I read rescue. somewhere that if you're hiking in 100 degree heat <laughs> every mile, right, you lose about a quart of water. Yeah, yeah, and nobody thinks their kids need water or themselves so, need water I mean, when you, they go you out. Dehydrate really fast. Yeah, you do, and so you must hydrate or die. Right. right. So just because you had a, a drink at a drinking fountain before you embarked on your 10 mile hike doesn't swing it, you know? So I, please just, just have some common sense. And if you know people that are coming here, tell them, Hey, bring some water out with you. Anyway, I had a hypothetical, and this is just for fun. Uh huh. Okay. Argument with my granddaughter. Okay. And uh, because she says we're talking about zombies. Mm -hmm. What if the zombies come, you know, and they're everywhere and, and they infect and, and all this, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, she says, how do you, I was saying, how do you kill them? Well, you got to do this or that. I says, no, you don't. You just wait it out. Says, do they drink water? <laughs> I have no idea. Zombies don't drink water. Oh, okay. I didn't know in zombie so world. Give, the give them three days, yeah. three, four days, and they're all cracking really? dry and falling apart. <laughs> because they got to dry up. They're going to evaporate well, whatever's in there, right? Yeah, they right, drink blood. Right. I don't know. I don't know They're mystical, so I'm not quite sure. So you just give it time and they all die. <laughs> Thank you. Glad you cleared that up for me. Yeah, I, was, so, I was awake uh, so last night thinking about that. I'm not afraid of zombies that. anymore. I just hide out for three days when, and I'll be all right. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Charles uh, Krauthammer uh, passed away. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of conservatives uh, really loved him. And there's, uh, you know, a ton of articles on him today uh, in a wheelchair most of his most of his life at the age of yeah. 22. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was last night. And, uh, you know, sad to see him go. And uh, of course, uh, well, we have a lot on the docket. You're welcome to call up. I, 888-673-1450. I, I guess we should bring this up now. Is this a good time? I don't know. On, what, on, do uh, what we discussed off air. Oh, a couple of times. Well, we've had a lot of people call lately discussing, you know, religious, you know, getting in more into people know I'm LDS and you're LDS. And, and so getting more into religious stuff. And I always say save it for this hour because the national show, it's a little tougher to tackle that with an audience that mm -hmm. might not understand where some of the callers are coming from. So a little easier in this hour. Right. Um, and uh, we had a caller that was uh, talking about grace. He was talking about um, uh, Mormons don't believe in, they, they believe in working their way to heaven or something like that. 
And uh, that isn't true. And I, I don't know if, if, uh, if people out there are just being ignorant to that or, or if, uh, if, if they just somehow, some way, um, people just think that, that we think this. I'm not sure. But I think if you meet a Mormon, um, just know that uh, the atonement is everything. The atonement is is everything uh by by grace you are already you're saved by grace we believe that and that uh and that the only way that i could probably um explain how the lds feel um would actually be to take from a a speech that brad wilcox gave and it's a couple of sentences but it really explains where lds people are coming from um and that is uh that uh so he said Christ's arrangement with us is similar to a mom providing music lessons for her child. A mom pays the piano teacher. And how many know, you know what I'm talking about? Because mom pays the debt in full. She can turn to her child and, and ask for something. Right. And what is it? It would be practice. Okay. Mm -hmm. The child's practicing doesn't pay the piano teacher and the child's uh, practice. uh, Does that repay the mother? No, Um, it doesn't. There's no repaying there. It's just that child has a gift of learning music. And so use the gift. They can accept or not. Yes. Practice and and use it. And so that's really what, how LDS people feel about that. Now I see, this is where we discuss sometimes Mm -hmm. off there. Yeah. Many LDS feel that way. You can't Mm -hmm. say all. Mm -hmm. There are many, many LDS that do believe in that our works contribute to our salvation. Right. That, and and I've, yeah, I've heard I, it in, in priesthood lessons. I've heard it in Sunday school lessons. But it's not. That's not but, true. So actually. It's no, it's, well, it's not. But there are two kind of different thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, people like John Robertson mm-hmm. and Brad Wilcox and mm-hmm. even Peter Dieter Uchtdorf mm-hmm. are making inroads on stronger and stronger emphasis on grace. Right. Right. Because it, it, in, in years past, it mm-hmm. was, you know, like... Christ does ninety percent, and we do ten percent. Yeah, and, that, that's not, and, and, and yeah. that and that was it's taught, and so. Um, right, but that's not that but, that but could have been taught by somebody that maybe I don't know. I don't know why that was taught or clearer. didn't understand. But I think this is this is kind of the deal with this, and and it's it's mom's joy is found in not getting repaid, but in seeing her gift used, seeing the child improve, using uh-huh. that wonderful gift. And so it doesn't stop at baptism for us. We, we try to live a life that uh, would be would be worthy of, of Christ. We try to live that life day in, day out, as most people out there are trying to do, too, mm-hmm. as, as uh, that would say, I'm a Christian. Well, we believe in the same thing. And so for some reason, it kind of got parceled out to the LDS that, that we believe in this certain and that it just isn't true. So just, I think clearing that up because when that caller called, what's frustrating is when somebody calls and I only have 30 seconds to answer, I can't get that in, in 30 seconds. And so it's really frustrating, but just so if if any of you were ever curious as to what an LDS person believes, then, um, then that is how, that's how we feel about it. This is, this is, this is where we're coming from is we're just trying to live a life kind of practicing to, to, to live a life that we would, um, understand Christ, feel comfortable in his presence because we've lived a good life, but it has nothing to do with, uh, the grace of being saved through the atonement. That's already a done, that's a done thing. And what? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We'll take the caller. Hi caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
Hi, Kate. Hi, Hi. Dave. I'm uh, the one who oh, brought, yeah. up the, brought up the question Excellent. of grace. Oh, so I remember we can that. continue our conversation. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, 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 we wanted to clear that up because a lot of things get said on the show and then we don't have time. So, a little frustrating. Right. And so, so actually, Dave has uh, explained an understanding of Mormonism that I've had for a long time. And, mm-hmm. Kate, you're trying to say that basically that doesn't exist. That's not what we believe. And yet, Dave just articulated very well what I've heard from many Mormons for many years. You might have heard that because I'm not sure they know how to articulate it, no, but this is what we that. believe. But this is what we believe. Yeah. That I mean, well, maybe well, maybe they... what you believe. Kate, this is what not, you not believe. Not what Dave I believe. No. completely different thing than you are. That isn't... There, there, that, throughout, the, throughout the history... That of the, isn't true. Even Dave feels this way. I, many I, Mormons I, I know, this is, this is what we believe. I think people got it maybe a little misunderstood somewhere along the way. That's not the whole of the LDS I, Church, I think though. that, especially in the early years of the Church mm-hmm. and the Westward Movement, the, the Church has kind of a Western thought that mm-hmm. if you want to survive, you right. plant your crops, you water your crops, you work, you hard, and the results of your labor, mm-hmm. you reap the benefits of your labor. But that and, and that it crept into church doctrine, and and so it and you can read it, you know that. Uh, we have but that to, has nothing to do with being saved. I mean, we're trying to be really well, kind of well, simple here, and that it has nothing to do with the fact that he did what he did, and we reap the benefit of that on its own, and then and then what we're doing in our life. Uh, makes us a better person and and makes us uh, lets us live a Christ-like life as much as we possibly can, probably much like you are. So I, I that's the reason I wanted to at least bring that up is is that not if LD, if some LDS people have it a little confused, um, well then maybe this will help them too. Because <laughs> this well, is how we well. feel. And if yeah. we remember where the context of this came from. Dave had the conversation was about mm-hmm. all the suicides that are taking place mm-hmm. in sure. uh, the country, and particularly Utah. And David pointed out that he thought that perhaps uh, mm-hmm. some of this was because within the LDS community there is this mm-hmm. higher standard uh, that is being put out there. And well, there that is higher a high standard. standard Dave sure. had intimated, and I I added on to that was mm-hmm. that a lot of Mormon children feel they have to live to this higher standard that they have to earn their way to. No, it's not. That's two different things. Living a high standard is not earning your way to heaven. So that's where I differ with you. That is I, not the I same thing. I felt that for yeah, all. It's for, not the same thing. So, I felt that all up into my adult life for a while that I had to earn my way. Hmm. It was I, I have never to me. felt that. I, I know <laughs> in my you, life. you have. You and I have traveled two different paths. Yeah, but I did. No, and Kate, I, over and Kate, over. This is so important. Mm-hmm. This, this is so important. Please listen to what Dave is saying. You're I, so I am. I already know what Dave's you're, saying. Well, please, please, you're, you, would you, you're interrupting. Please, I, I'm really not. I understand Dave. what he's saying. He thought something no, I, different. Actually, you don't. Actually, portion you of his don't. life. What, you, what Dave is telling you is what most people in the not Mormon faith have lived for a long time. I've spoken to literally hundreds. Of, of Mormons who believe that they have to earn, that Christ does most of it, but they have to earn their way. And that's a flawed, and Kate, like you're articulating, that's flawed. We are saved by grace. Yes, that's we what are. the Bible tells us, and only grace. I believe that, too. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people within the Mormon faith that don't believe that, and that's why there's this disagreement, and people say, in fact, today in the news, there's a, a story about a Mormon family that has not uh, been allowed to uh, adopt a child because they're not Christian. 
people believe that because of some of these things we're talking about right now. And, and if you, mm-hmm. I get that. Well, and Mormons have a deep, deep testimony of Christ. So to say we're not Christians is, is flawed. And I understand well, where Dave's coming from. Dave had a different line of thought growing up. Maybe he was taught something different. I don't know. But I'll was. tell you of the Mormons I know, and I've known them my entire life, that that is not most. Sorry. I, I don't agree it, with it you at all. It, it, that is not what my experience has been and I've been surrounded by Mormons my entire life. So right. uh, the, the second part of this Dave is... and I have had a different experience. Yeah. Well, you talked to some LDS, but you're not LDS. He is LDS, and he no, just thought do, something do different. Do I have to be LDS in order to understand it? I, I've had LDS yeah, friends since I, was, since I got thrown out of the mm-hmm. stake center when I was eight years old because I had a friend that was black that was thrown out of the stake center. Well, I've been around Mormons all my life. I like Mormons. I respect uh, Mormons. I've I don't never seen that happen in my lifetime. But, so. but this is something that's been going on for, for years, Kate. It's nothing mm-hmm. new. And if you would listen to Dave. I've already no, listened to Dave. Ago. I don't need to listen. I have already Dave. listened to Dave. I know exactly where Dave's coming from. Yeah, and Dave and I agree on this as far as exactly what the truth is and what we actually yeah, believe in. So. No, so let me say I, something. About a year ago, about a year ago, I sat in my high priest quorum. Toxic. Okay, and mm-hmm. there, there was given a lesson, and the guy who got up in front of the lesson said, okay, this is how it works. Mm-hmm. When we die, we go in front of Christ, and he mm-hmm. says, okay, let's see what you've done. You've done this and this and this, and you haven't done this and this and okay, this. Okay, that's one and guy good teaching size, something that isn't... Isn't the whole nobody argued with him in the whole price high priest well, court. A lot of people don't sit went, there and argue. I mean, <laughs> down, they'll say you know, what they want to say, was, but just because they have it a little misconstrued hey, doesn't mean everyone's going to jump on the bandwagon to correct them, and uh, which is sad and unfortunate. But the that's second really part of the whole question happen. is this How do we get the atonement of Christ? How do we enable grace in our life? What do we have to do to get it? You don't. It's done. It's done. It's so just, the whole world, nobody living. has to do no, anything? No, I mean, you you have to believe in Christ, and okay. you have to take on Christ's name. I get that. We all understand okay. this, so that's not some mystery. Um, but no, we do not earn our way to heaven. <laughs> so just wanted to clear that up. All right, we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back to the Hayes Alley Show. And uh, by the way, uh, get over to uh, Dynalube because, of course, Dynalube uh, is pretty amazing. And uh, you can get it for your cars and you can find it over at Ace Hardware and Parts Plus and, uh, and then on Bluff. And then also you can get it done at Express Lube on Sunset. And it's really amazing. Uh, I would not go without that in my cars. I would uh, absolutely 100 uh, percent advocate for Dynalube so that you can actually get uh, the, the value out of your car and save money. You can also go to Dynalube.com and uh, and and you can uh, actually um, put it in your cars, your guns, your wave runners, your boat, whatever it is. So isn't that great? And uh, and actually, it will save you a lot of money from repairs because it's seeping into those metals. It's it really is fantastic. There's no other additive that even touches it. So they did a stress test and uh, one it stopped at like six thousand. I can't remember the initials. You know something something. And when they put Dynalube, it stopped at one hundred twenty three thousand to give you kind of an idea of 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 how well it lubricates and and how well it works. Uh, welcome on back. In fact, we have a lot of things to cover today, and uh, I didn't want to spend the whole show on. 
that because the the, the thing uh, the thing that I don't like is I'm fine to discuss um, religion. It's okay in this hour. I don't want people calling up just to bash on the church because this is not the forum for it, and it's offensive to me as far as it's my religion. And I don't want and when when Uncle Milty's here, I don't want somebody calling and bashing the Catholic Church, and and I don't want uh, I, I th- this is not a forum to air your grievances if you have them. So please don't do that, um, please, because uh, yeah, I will I will end those calls. I, I don't I don't advocate for that at all, and uh, and being. LDS is uh, is something that I love, and and of course, if people out there, for some reason, had a different understanding of what grace is or was, and maybe sometimes that has not been taught to perfection. Maybe in in a lot of ways, maybe people just don't understand that. I don't know. It hasn't been my experience in my life, and so my experience, I, I've been around people that fully understood, but Dave. Dave didn't. And so we have kind of two different experiences, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't mean that that most Mormons, I think, believe uh, in the other. I think that we just maybe sometimes get it a little confused. Uh, we could yeah. be. I don't know. I mean, I'm just guessing here because I that hasn't been my experience at all. And I've been surrounded um, by LDS my entire life. And uh, I absolutely love being LDS and wouldn't be anything else. So uh, for me, that's that's kind of the deal. Um, I, li- I like this quote from President Uchtdorf mm-hmm. in conference when he talked about grace. And he said, quote, salvation mm-hmm. cannot be bought with the currency of obedience. Right. Very, it's very purchased true. by the blood of the Son of God. Mm-hmm. Yep. And right on. he says, yeah, thinking we can trade our good works for salvation is like buying a plane ticket and supposing <laughs> we own the airline. Right, right. You know? <laughs> Yep. It's, it's it's true. So, and it's it's a wonderful thing that, that yeah. I, I really like that talk that he gave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says, I do well, too. then the big question is, mm-hmm. why obey then? Mm-hmm. If we're saved right. in the kingdom of yeah. God, why, why obey? Why do it? Mm-hmm. And he says. Just like, why practice the piano? I get it. Why yeah. practice? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. He says, brothers and sisters, we obey the commandments of God out of love for him. Yeah. It's because we love yeah. and appreciate what yeah. he's done You're for us. You're utilizing that gift. It's You're, a response. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly how I've always thought and everybody around me and my kids, but maybe there's some people out there that got that confused. I don't know, but that's coming down from the, uh, the leadership of our church. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess if somebody out there maybe didn't understand that, then then maybe now they will. (laughs) One thing that they do misunderstand, and I've heard it said over and over again, because the Book of Mormon says that we're saved by grace after all we can do. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, have you done all you can do? Yeah, so that's then a you're flawed not statement. It's, it's a flawed statement. <laughs> it's a very flawed statement. And, yeah. and all these speakers now, and in mm-hmm. fact, people in churches, and the word after mm-hmm. isn't always related to time. Mm-hmm. It can also mean apart. Mm-hmm. For instance, mm-hmm. we are saved by grace after all is said and done. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, at the end, yes, and yeah, and so which is a much better. Maybe that flawed statement is what kind of fueled that fire for people to think that. I don't know. Yes. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes, I'm. I'm. Um, I'm just was calling concerning what you were talking about. Sure. Um, I think it's wonderful that you can even discuss this, even if you do have um, disagreeing opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I want to say I seems to me like you're kind of all talking about the same thing, but just it's a matter of semantics. Yes, it's um, very true. Because, yeah. Because um, uh, I, 
in other words, well, let's see, quoting a, um, an, an apostle who said, um, you know, testimony is to um, know and believe, and uh, conversion is to do and become. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we, that violin, the, in your analogy, which I really like, mm-hmm. um, the child is never going to become a violin player if they never take any the lessons just because mom bought the lessons. Right. A piano player. Yes. And, and yes. so when they say earn, mm-hmm. I think maybe they're using the wrong word. Yes. I think and that's the flaw. And of course, there's always people that, you know, believe differently or take mm-hmm. differently or, or haven't learned or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or we're all human. Right. Right. But, um, but I think that some people, um, uh, I, I think a lot of people really know it is by the grace that we are saved yeah. alone. But, but, but we, do, we do need to uh, exercise something. We need to practice that violin if we want to become a violin player. And you're not going to become a violin player if you just uh, never do pick up the violin. Yeah, I, I want to live and, a, a life that's, that's, uh, that, that, uh, that I'm proud of and that is Christ-like. And so that's really, I think, where we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're, yeah. if you're going to be a Christian, you want to live a, a Christ-like life. And I think semantics and some of the words used maybe gave a different meaning to some people, but yeah. that truly is all yeah. we're doing is trying to live a good life uh, and trying to become closer to Christ so you know him. How can you live a life and not 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 know him? Uh, because that's that's how you know him is to he leads by example and you you do those things in your life. So that's yeah. how yeah. And so maybe people take the word earn in a different way. Yes. You know and and, and think it, you know that that saying that his grace doesn't apply, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But um Thank but you. they're just saying practice the violin. If you yeah. Violin. Use the gift, Good. right? Use the gift. As a DMC. <laughs> that it is. Yeah. Use the gift. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Appreciate that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Well, thank you. Really appreciate it. As the Doctrine and Covenant mm-hmm. says, what good does it give a man if he's offered a gift and he received not the gift? Yeah. I mean, the gift is really trying to just lead a gift, great life, but it, it's not salvation. like a reward system where you're getting <laughs> in that in that way for, as, for, as opposed to grace. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we cleared that up. Um, all right. I'll take another caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. Hey. Um, I think oftentimes when we're talking about this subject, we're talking about two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, we are all saved. Mm-hmm. We are all yeah, saved. absolutely. Regardless of what we do, Christ Christ took care of that for us. Mm-hmm. But the LDS Church teaches exaltation. Mm-hmm. No other church teaches that. And there are ordinances and different things that are associated with that that are that mm-hmm. go beyond and are not mm-hmm. necessarily associated with being saved. Yeah. So everyone teaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, or all Christian churches should be teaching that we are saved through grace. Sure. Absolutely. And, Thank and, you for that. And, and, and the LDS church, we, we teach that. Yes. We, we always have. Yep. I appreciate uh, that. But, but, but no other churches teach exaltation. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and uh, when, when I say saved, I mean exaltation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through grace. So. Um, uh, all the way. Yeah, I know. Kind of interesting to have this on a talk show, right? On a political talk show. 
but we don't mind. Anyway, <laughs> we're game. We're game. I just, uh, um, yeah, uh, as far as, as that goes, I think we've covered it. And I hope that people would walk away understanding that, that yes, LDS believe that. And, um, and that's, that's what we're about. I mean, I just, I, I try to live my life uh, according to that gift. And, and hopefully you do too. And we all have flaws and we're all deeply flawed. And <laughs> of course, you know, we all uh, probably should be repenting on a daily basis, and uh, we just try and live a live a decent life. So that's all we. That's the all nice we can thing is, is <laughs> Christ has paid for all that. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. We, we just rely that. wholly on His merits, not our own. Mm-hmm. His merits, yeah. and and that is where the joy comes in because mm-hmm. we come and we say thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. What what you've relieved me yeah. of all this guilt and this problem, and now just. Teach me what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After yeah. that, right? Yeah, there's that's where the joy comes in. Yeah, it was uh, it was difficult to tell you the truth when I I served a mission and I 18 months in uh, the state of Washington, and it was hard. A lot of people thought things about us that weren't even close to the truth. Had absolutely, I mean, I don't even know where they got half this stuff. So just know that when you hear really crazy stuff about LDS people. Um, most of that is not true, if all of it's not true. Um, it's just I had to encounter that and try and combat that. And it was difficult, to tell you the truth. It was really, really hard because I, people were just certain, certain that we that we did this or we did that or we believed this or we believed that. And it, it was really hard. So um, just know that there's a lot of stuff flying around out there, but that doesn't necessarily make it true. And it's, uh, uh, you know, talk to an LDS person and, and ask them instead of asking somebody that's not LDS because um, I'm pretty I'm pretty much an open book and Dave is too and uh, and so that's why we're willing to even what talk a- about some of these things on the air is because I don't I mean I'm an open book if somebody wanted to know about that I would be glad to tell them I don't shove it in people's face and uh, and I don't uh, I don't put my my religion on people I just but if, if somebody wanted to, to know more I would tell them more so you know we're not one of the interesting things I like, mm-hmm. Kate, mm-hmm. is that you and I can explore this. We don't have to see eye to eye. Mormons don't have we to do see, see eye to eye. eye. Dave, it's just that we had different experiences growing up. So, oh, no, on this subject, yeah. yeah. But I'm in on all kinds mm-hmm. of subjects oh, in, sure, the, in sure. the church. You, you're free to explore mm-hmm. different ideas. Mm-hmm. Like I bring in quantum physics a lot mm-hmm. into the religion. But, you know, it's just it's different ways of looking at things. Mm-hmm. We're not all... Yeah, cookie uh, cutter. Robots. Okay. <laughs> well, well, for heaven's sakes, I hope not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and just different ideas on different mm-hmm. thoughts. It's okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's just being a, That's human. a nice thing. And it, it's, it's fun to explore those kind of things. Yeah. And we have some pretty heated Mm-hmm. Debates. We do. We but we're still do. friends. Oh yeah, of course <laughs> so, we absolutely do. And uh, and no, it wasn't that I wasn't listening to. You. I I know what Dave uh, was saying by the way to that caller, and uh, um, I was just saying that that I've known a lot of LDS people too, and that is not what they thought. So his experience was just different than mine, mm-hmm. and. Um, um, you know, I don't know which one represents it more as a whole, but uh, as far as what people think, but just just know that we had two different experiences with with different people thinking different things. So, um, you know, it can happen anyway. Right. Um, so uh, we are going to be talking to uh, Julia. Right. She's coming on. And uh, uh-huh. um, she is. Oh, this is this great. is going to get deep. To any, to any of you have, who ever, this is going to get deep. Any of you've ever watched the mm-hmm. video on the double slit experiment 
and the implications of that mm-hmm. as far as the mind controlling reality or what is reality? Is it in the head? Mm-hmm. Is the whole world, is everything in our heads? Right. If a tree falls in the forest and nobody's mm-hmm. there to see it, does yeah. it really fall? This is a kind of a interesting, very, very interesting subject. And it's science has delved into right. that now. Yeah. And they've done experiments. Right. Experiments controlling minds and reality mm-hmm. that they've never done before. Okay. And there's some implications that you've it's just got to go way gotta, over my head. Hear. I have a feeling in the uh, last hour, we have a lot. We have Social Security uh, Fund. We have, um, uh, as we as we age, they're saying that we are so unprepared. Why? How did it get there? And uh, Chinese, uh, what the Chinese are doing with organ harvesting, all kinds of stuff in that last hour. Oh. Um, and uh, and also, I just heard from from somebody LDS, and 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 what was said was uh, that you know by living a by living the life um, and trying to better yourself all the time, it's just showing love and appreciation for the atonement. That's all we're doing. It's yes. not earning our way to heaven. And so it's I just, already done. I just wanted to. I thought that was a great point, and it is. It's showing love and appreciation when you try to live your best life yeah. be your best self I, all the I brought time. The, I brought this so. up because a lot of LDS are going to be approached out there by people who want to take them away from the church mm-hmm. and that's okay they can try to do that if they want but l- know what we believe because they use the they use scriptures and things that we don't really believe in mm-hmm. especially this works thing mm-hmm. and uh, right. and so just be aware well that's enough of that so, you know, from time to time, we'll, we'll venture there. Uh, I don't like to do it all the time because I think this show's about uh, other things at hand. But, hey, we're open books, so there you go. Um, we're going to come right back and uh, on the national show and, of course, uh, change gears a little bit and uh, get into some deep stuff. This will be really fascinating on the Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. And you can email me, Kate, at KateDalyRadio.com. Be right back.